Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's uh, Friday. It's 11:35, and that means Tech Talk. Brought to you by our good friends of Hamilton Limousine and of uh, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 and Vacuum Man. That's right, the one and only. Get ready. One of the new Avengers, Vacuum Man. <laughs> How are you, you doing today? You know, I'm doing very well. Getting ready for the big Thanksgiving weekend and spending tons of time with family and, and getting ready to get my uh, get get my rest on is what I'm what I'm hoping to do this weekend anyways. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, uh, doing the family tour thing. So I'm, 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 I'm excited about it and uh, looking forward to next week, actually, because once again, I'll be taking our friends at Hamilton Limo. we got to go to Toronto. Michelle and I have, uh, have a, a little event next week. I'll, I'll be sharing that more next week with you oh, guys. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, Hamilton Limo is going to be driving us. And I really, really encourage it because uh, it was uh, my, my daughter's birthday. They went to Mississauga. They drove themselves three hours. They were sitting in a car. So anyway, yes, uh, highly encourage Hamilton Limo. If you're looking for them, uh, proud to have them as our sponsor. Excellent. Yeah, well, we've used them many times as well, and they're fabulous. Uh, the new thing, of course, for advertising, I'm sure we've seen them because they're all over town <laughs> yes. now. In Ancaster, we've got them. they got them on the link now, That's too. That's right. Digital. Our, our digital yeah. uh, billboards. That's right, yeah. Uh, so, you know, instead of buying that billboard for the month, you're, you're one of probably eight or ten yeah. uh, people that are advertising, and it switches, I don't know, every 20 or 30 seconds, whatever Something it is like, like that. that. Yeah. Uh, and I watched that, and I figure, as, as, you know, it's all run by computer, obviously, and I figure it's only a matter of time <laughs> until, <laughs> something. And, and, until somebody hacks into one of those. And, and apparently that happened. Was it Montreal? Well, it was It was uh, a Montreal. Oh, Detroit, Detroit. Detroit. It was in Detroit uh, and New Zealand. And the reason I bring this up is because it's been going on, and this is almost like a month thing that's been happening, but uh, in many places they're not actually commenting. And as you discussed in billboards and, and outdoor video displays, it's actually at a lot of retail stores, they keep their vision. If you walk through the mall, you'll see their video displays. Yeah. I mean, even restaurants, they've got their video displays with the menu. They're no longer fixed printed items. Well, the new thing going on over the last month and a half is, uh, and it's like a hacker's reunion, they get inside a billboard. In Detroit, was a video billboard right on the 95. And what they did was the little mischiefs went in. Instead of spray painting as the old days were, that's that's so old school. Oh, yeah. You don't do that anymore. What you do is you hack into the system. They infiltrated it directly without using the internet, and they were able able to upload and connect with live porn on the video display. So those that were driving down the highway were enticed with a random video that was uh, uploaded directly by these mischiefs. In the same time in New Zealand, six retail stores, ASICs uh, particularly, uh, got hacked around 1 a.m. in the morning and just completely looped a pornography video that was uh, when all the mall shoppers showed up the next morning. Um, <laughs> there was obviously a lot of entertainment that was being displayed. So the one thing in Detroit was the the police were notified immediately. Uh, they did manage to get it offline within a matter of 15 minutes. And a, this is a very serious, not only were they uh, going to be uh, charged if they, they didn't catch them, but if they were going to get char- uh, caught, it's quite it's quite the fine. In the, in, I don't know what it is in Canada if someone was to hack any of the video displays like you described on the link or otherwise, but they were claiming it could do be up to 90 days in jail and, and a, and a, and a $5,000 fine in the uni- United States. So anyway, this is the new thing. Thing. This is something that, and it was just mischief. It wasn't by any stretch an agenda or anything we keep hearing yeah. about these seriousness. It was just a bunch of pranks from students that were just, hey, why don't we hack these video displays? And I don't think it's going to be the last. This seems to be a real problem when it comes to security and being able to hack or infiltrate these video displays. In these retail stores and the malls in New Zealand, can you just imagine the mall walkers that show up at like 
8 o'clock in the morning? Well, I can talk as an entrepreneur that I always know that sometimes staff tend to run a little behind. And this is one of those times you don't want to be late because if yeah. you show up and your video display is showing something a little inappropriate, who's the one that's going to be hearing about it? Probably head office. So, yeah, I think this is this is going to be quite enter- – it would have been quite – I don't know if I want to say the word entertaining, but it would have been quite shocking uh, for anyone in the morning coming into the mall and seeing that. Again, to go back to the old days, you just talked about you know the way that the billboards used to get uh, you know messed up. Uh, in the old days, the bad guys would go break into a store in the middle of the night and steal something, <laughs> or into a warehouse. I mean, we've yeah. how many movies yeah, have you seen right. about stuff like that? Uh, but now, yeah, just as they with this, they're doing it online. You know what? That's the new thing. And apparently, this is this is becoming an epidemic. And we've said this before for years. The biggest crime is going to be identity theft and online hacking. And in speaking to the fact of obviously misdemeanors, we just spoke about in Montreal, the RCMP actually caught two individuals that were. St- stealing online goods. And how do they do this? Well, they simply use credit cards within a system that you have signed in. So we talk about passwords, all these passwords that were hacked from Google and Amazon and and Capital One. This information where we say your information hasn't been compromised. We hear this quite a bit, right? From all of these uh, uh, announcements, millions of people's logins and passwords have been compromised. Well, as such, these groups out of Montreal did get charged, theft under 5,000, um, just as a side note, skip the dishes, Uber, all of them. Uh, and I can speak to this. This is something, a local story. This isn't just even uh, in big news. Uh, a gentleman called me and he had a situation, skipped the dishes, had a person, or it was a university student, and they put their credit card in. Convenience. That's how these apps work. Sure. Save your credit card. You can be able to order easily online and then select what card you want to use. But if you get someone that knows the login and password to your account, they have the access to your credit card. And that is the thing that we're hearing most when it comes to theft when it, when, and technology. So Skip the Dishes has a serious issue. And one of the things they did was they realized, uh, yes, we can see the person signed in. In fact, they even knew who delivered it. They even knew the phone number. So these thieves aren't very smart because they're delivering 50 pizzas from Papa John's to a phone number that's been set up because obviously it's registered under the original app. Mm-hmm. So these thieves are not very smart. They're quite young. And I have to say, to protect yourselves, don't store your credit card in your app. And that is the one. It's convenient. It's great. You don't got to remember what card am I using. Please, please, please don't use that. That is going to be the number one area we're going to see with these online crimes. Now, you mentioned this uh, last week, uh, and, and I want you to give some of the details about this. Uh, Apple's got a, a, a brand new system, the Catalina Mac uh, yes. OS. Yes. Uh, and, and basically, I guess your message here is buyer beware. Buyer beware. And let me just put it to you clearly. Don't do it. This is the one operating system, I'm going to say it very clearly, don't do it. And the reason I'm well, sharing... Explain to what happened to people that did. <laughs> well, the issue is... If, the, if, if you don't think it's true, if you don't listen to what true, happened. Uh, you're going to be spending... This is not a 45-minute upgrade. Oh, look, it now works. This latest update removes all 32-bit operating systems. What that means is 32-bit operating systems is any software from 2017 and older was 32-bit. So when you upgrade... 
any of your software you purchased, you licensed, will need to be upgraded. And not just a little bit. The new one that when you update this will bring up hundreds of warnings. Now, the other one that made me laugh was, you might remember this, Bill. Uh, back when Windows Vista came out with their, with their ads and there was a commercial with Apple and they used to have this gentleman that looked like a nerd and he was the Windows computer and there was this young yeah, hip yeah, kid, I know the right? One, yeah. And he goes, hi, I'm an Apple I'm a, uh, and I'm a Mac. Uh, and so, or I'm a Windows, I, I'm a Mac. Well, there was one commercial and it really did jive with me was there was a gentleman with a CIA kind of like earbud behind his back and he says, Apple is uh, uh, asking for a salutation. Do you comply or deny? And, and so comply. And so the joke was, look at Windows. They've got so many security features. You're not going to be able to log in easily. And that's what make Apple uh, amazing. You don't have to worry about that. Well, that time is over and this new upgrade to your Apple Macintosh computer is a problem because it now will ask you, do you want to give permission for everything you're working on? So if you have six to nine hours to upgrade your computer and you're ready to go through and be prepared to uh, uh, pay for all the new licensing, as an example, Microsoft Office 2011, which was if purchased for $500 back years ago, is no longer going to work if you upgrade. So it's a buyer beware 100%. I'm just telling you, don't do it. It's it's not worth the upgraded features. Uh, and Well, they've got some work to do. And this is not the first time they've come out with a new product and said, whoops. Yeah, well, and, and we saw that with their operating system yeah. with the 13 iOS, yeah. with the Apple, right? I mean, they're still working through a lot of the bugs. So this just, by the way, this just dropped this week. So Catalina is the name of the operating system. And this is something, like I say, you've got to be prepared. When you upgrade, things aren't going to work. Things are going to have issues. Bugs are hopefully going to be fixed. One of the biggest things about this upgrade, though, is uh, security. Apple has had a lot of problems with their security, and that's one thing this this will solve and resolve anything with uh, moving forward. Okay, tell me about the Levi's Smart Jacket. Well, nothing says cool like a Levi's jean jacket, right? I sure. mean, it's it's always the cool thing. I think they were in Greece uh, back in the day or whatever, but uh, Google has used one of their features, and what they've done is integrated it into Levi's jacket, that, that sort of denim jacket that's got that cool, rugged look to it, but you still want to be technologically in the know. And even uh, jocks uh, need to look cool. They have to be smart as Connected. Well, Google is integrated into the jean jacket that allows you to touch the sleeve. You can slide your arm down the elbow. You can touch your coat pocket and it activates Google Assistant. It will allow you to turn your phone into a selfie. It is all of the greatest features you could ever imagine that your clothes can do. Levi's has finally done it. and Nothing says taking selfies like touching your jacket. So it's about a $450 upgrade, whereas jackets on Levi's are normally that expensive. No. But it's only almost $500 to get this smart jacket. Um, and it's going to give you the ability to, I guess, integrate and be able to talk to your phone. All right. Uh, your latest uh, hobby, some would say infatuation, uh, <laughs> is, is with drones. I love drones. You're yeah. right. And, and uh, as we talk, everyone's going to go like, what's with the drone thing? In three years from now, you guys are all going to be like, wow, Adam was ahead of the curve here. Well, first of all, there's a new racing league coming out. It's uh, a league. A league. It's actually called oh. DRL, okay, Drone Racing League. This is apparently big in the States. And what they do is they get pilots, professional pilots. Adam's not one of them, but Adam's trying. What they do is they fly and they've taken over a band 
abandoned uh, shopping malls and they race them. What makes it unique? And that's kind of cool. All right, watching these little helicopters fly through all of these uh, kind of obstacles. What makes it really cool, though, Bill, is that the attendees, the the uh, individuals, can put on a virtual reality helmet and they can see through the eyes of the drone. So they can actually experience you. And they go by colors. So there's four racers: red, green, blue. You pick on your your team, and in minutes you'll be able to visualize not only watch it in front of you, but put them on and be able to see in front. It's like watching a football game and going, I'm going to watch from my favorite player's helmet uh, what he sees and what he hears. So it's actually pretty cool. And this is a big, very popular thing that we're going to be hearing more about. Uh, what else is going on with drones? Well, in the year 2023, they're going to be, we know drones can be able to fly. We know that they need pilots like Adam Oldfield has, but they're going to be automated. And Uber is definitely a testament to that. And they're getting smarter. Artificial intelligence is being integrated with it. As we've seen with the Tesla, we've seen it with all these autonomous trucks. It's coming to drones. Flying from A to B will be fully autonomous as soon as the year 2023. And what means is you'll be getting into a pot, you'll be getting into a helicopter or a drone, closing the door, and you're going to hear the safety features. Within seconds, the drone will fly on its own, automatically getting you from where you need to be. Uh, and just as a side note, Uber being part of that has integrated that first stage before we go to the fully autonomous flying is helicopter rides. They've talked about it. Now in New York City, you can get to an airport for $200. So you get an Uber. It flies you to one of the helicopter. De- and I didn't know this. Helicopters are everywhere in New York City. Oh, yeah, yeah. So well, uh, You haven't been there for a while. I, if, if you're in Manhattan, yeah. it's, not, it, it's very common just yeah. to see can you, you know, the blind on the rooftop, you go up there, the exec gets in there, and, <laughs> and off they, off go, they to, go to LaGuardia. Well, now you can get to any one of those landing pads. You take your Uber to the to the building. You get out. You get in one of your helicopters for $200. They'll take you to one of the three international airports, uh, which, by the way, they compared the pricing. If you're in traffic with an Uber, it's about $150. So for an extra 50 to 80 you can get there immediately with the new Uber helicopter, um, and it's going to get even cheaper. So this is going to be rolling out Toronto, I hear, is their uh, next venture to try and implement this. Now, flying from Toronto to Toronto Airport, obviously Billy Bishop's quite close, but this is quite interesting to see where or how that might even impact Hamilton International, if you could take a helicopter from Toronto and fly right across the lake. The, and the provincial government and the, and the city of Toronto tried for years and years and years to get that fast train that was going to yes. go from downtown Toronto from Union Station. Yeah. Now people are just going to be flying over top of it. They're just, they're probably for the same money. Probably, uh, if not less. Yeah. I think that's going to be the biggest feature here. So the point was, the first story, we're going to see autonomous, fully flying, automated, artificial intelligence drones. But right now, we're going to probably see in the next year or two, helicopters flying in major metropolis cities, Hamilton being one of them. All right, I, I got to skip down here because we're just about out of time. Yeah. Uh, I had a brother that missed a family event a couple of weeks ago with a flat tire. Uh, yes. Apparently, that's going to be a thing of the past. Well, one of the things we keep talking about is all these cars are driving on their own. Yeah. And if we have a problem, the oil light comes on, it runs out of gas, whatever, we take care of it. We as humans are responsible. And a flat tire is not excluded. So what do we do when a flat tire happens on all these self-driving cars? Well, sure enough, Continental Tires have come up with a new technology 
purposely made exclusively for the autonomous car. And this is actually really neat. When it deflates, it's got a backup system that will automatically inject a foam-like substance. It won't be a smooth ride, but it will be able to easily get the tire inflated to a safe uh, safe mode that the car can continuously move without worrying. So it blows a flat. Uh, and this is what's interesting is like we talk about truckers, and, and I'll talk more yeah. about that. I know we don't have a lot of time here, but uh, the, the one we're referring to right now is just for the automotive uh, vehicle. But yes, when you blow a flat or you, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, get a, a nail in your tire, or whatever, it instantly will inflate, notify the nearest garage and let them know that this is the issue with the tire. Here's where the issue is located on the tire. And that w- this is uh, approximately when we'll be arriving. Because, I mean, the system, you know, without all of this technology, of course, is, well, first of all, you have to put the little silly donut on there, the <laughs> little to- right. the toy tire, yeah. uh, but you can't drive very far with that. You go to the gas station. The first thing they do, well, they don't, gas stations don't do this anymore, I suppose, Canadian Tire. But they, remember, they used to have to soak it in water. That's right. And then see, see where okay, where's is? the yeah. bubble? Okay, there's where the leak is. But right now, the computer will tell you where the leak is. That's right. It will not only tell you where it is, it will tell you how fast it's leaking. It will actually uh, give you a calculation of when it's going to be completely deflated and keep a log of that information so you can see where at the time the flat took place. So you'll be able to see the obstruction was pothole 1735 on the 403 leading between Hamilton and Burlington, right lane, three inches from the yellow line. (sighs) Wonderful stuff. (laughs) Flat tires are a thing of the past. All you have it's to do is buy the car that goes with it. <laughs> yeah, that's the only caveat yeah. to it all, Bill. Uh, we yeah. do this every Friday. Tech Talk uh, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine, Adam Oldfield from FPM and FPM3 Marketing, and Vacuum Man. Thank you, Have sir. a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, you too. We'll see you back here next week. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.